Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, it's 10-minute Tuesday time. I'm talking about wonder today, childlike wonder. Before I do, some exciting things happening in the Insecurity Project world. The first retreat for the year is happening this week. That's right, in sunny Goulburn. Those who have been doing some coaching with me uh, all in the room together. There's nothing like the retreat. There really isn't just uh, the in-the-room freestyling experience with a bunch of like-minded people. It's, it's always transformational. So I'm excited about that. Uh, my first coach training event, 18 Models, I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. That's early May if you're looking to be upskilled in the coaching skill sets. And there is no greater, cleaner space to facilitate lasting change in people. So if you're in the change space as a leader, as a manager, as a teacher, as, as a facilitator or as a coach, and you need to be upskilled, reach out uh, and be in the room there. And also the first group coach the uh, first group coaching uh, experience, the unhindered process that's happening, kicking off on the eighth of March. So, you know, when you when you start working through the insecurity stuff and you get through the book, you realise that at some point you probably need help. Um, we all need help at certain times. I've certainly benefited from help at at key moments when I've been stuck. So there are three options for getting unstuck and and having help. First is the short course. Uh, that's sort. Of it's sort of coach yourself. That's ninety-seven dollars uh, online module. Second is the group coaching, the unhindered process. So that's nine ninety-seven, six weeks, uh, and then the unhindered experience. Uh, we won't talk about how much that costs over the podcast because it'll scare you and it won't make any sense. Um, but it, it kind of needs to take your breath away because that's just how that one works. So you can reach out to me privately and I can talk you through that one if you're an entrepreneur, leader, or business owner ready to really. Uh, understand the implications of insecurity on every area of your life and really show up at your best where it matters most. Uh, great. And the leverage book, the pre-orders are going well. So that's out if you want to get your hands on that and get a signed copy as soon as it's available, then jump on my website and order a book there. Now, let's talk about wonder. This is the word that's been floating through my heart and mind most often in the last month or so. And it's such a lovely experience to dial, to, to drill down and dial into this this word, a childlike wonder. And I was thinking about why it's called childlike wonder, and and I realised that wonder has a lot to do with safety, and the safest experience of life is almost always being a child. And the reason why childhood is the safest is because that's often the time when you experience the most love. Um, love is safe. Love casts out fear. There is no fear in love, the Bible teaches. So when you are a, a toddler or an infant, there's, there's such a high level of safety in your world because you know that you are loved. You know you deserve love. You're worthy of love. There's an instinct. There's instinctive ownership of value and worth. You think about a toddler, not to two. There are no doubt about their value. And that's evidenced by the fact that the moment something is less than ideal in their world, they demand attention. They're not 
questioning whether they deserve attention. They're not unsure of themselves, wondering if maybe they should wait for a more convenient time for their parent or caregiver to rush to their aid. No, the moment they have an issue, they drop their dummy, they lose their teddy bear, they're hungry, they're wet, they're tired, they scream, they demand, hey, you, parent, come now, fix my problem. And parents do, because that's just how the world works when you're that age. So there is no doubt about love. A child has a high level of self-love, and they receive love from their external world you know, almost all the time. Obviously, there are cases where that doesn't happen in extreme situations, but predominantly there's a level of safety. And so therefore, there's room for wonder. There's room for curiosity. There's room for amazement. There's room to be lost in awe about how the world works, about how the body works, about the things that are unfamiliar and to be full of curiosity and amazement. Often that gets lost and as we age, uh, the world seems far less, far more hostile, uh, far less advantageous, geared to be against us, far more dangerous, and wonder is out the window. There's no time for wonder. So I think that the idea of safety is a really important aspect of this. If you want wonder back in your life, you have to take care of safety. And the most dangerous thing... Uh, Sorry, the thing that's most in the way of safety is insecurity. Obviously, that's when you're insecure, you are unsafe, you are not secure. There is no safety in your world. Insecurity is built on the opinions we form about ourselves as children in these formative years after uh, the the ideal period changes. So a child moves from being two to then three and four and their world gets more complex and adults don't give them the perfect feedback anymore. Then another child in their family is born and they're less cute and they're demanded to do more stuff themselves. There's more complexity in the world, more pain, more disappointment. And then they start asking questions and then they feel far less safe. Um, Then insecurity emerges. No child escapes their childhood without developing limiting beliefs, doubts, fears, insecurities about themselves. You've probably heard me say that before. So we're not saying there's anything strange or wrong here. But insecurity removes safety, and and when there's no safety, there's no wonder. Um, so your your primary adult work is to become secure again. I'm not I'm not sure. Well, I am sure actually. There is no more important work. There's nothing that has any more value than that. Uh, obviously, there's stuff after you do that that's valuable. But if you haven't done that, that's the only thing that matters. That's priority number one. That's everything to you. To go back and review the data of your childhood, to examine the narratives and beliefs you formed about yourselves, the opinions, the agreements, the things you think are true about you, the deficiencies, the weaknesses, uh, the inadequacies you've decided are absolute about you. And to go review those, deconstruct those, pull those apart, all with the aim of providing safety for yourself. And this is, this is key because the child's safety is really dependent upon their external world. Their external world gives them a high level of safety because of who they are in their infancy. Um, you won't get, ever get that again. You'll want it again, I promise you. You'll, you'll look for your world to provide safety. It's not going to give it to you. It will take safety away from you and it will exploit your insecurity. So as you age and mature, it is actually your job to be your own refuge, to provide safety for yourself. That's, that's on you now. And you do that primarily by 
deconstructing negative opinions and forming empowering ones. If you can look into your own eyes, if you can be alone with yourself and go inside and ask questions about who you are and what you're worth and find beautiful responses to those answers, loving responses, kind responses that feel true, that feel solid, that you can retreat into when chaos is happening around you, then you give yourself safety. You have a high level of internal certainty. There is significance that you give yourself. That changes what's possible next. If you are operating from a position of safety, you have so much more energy to go play in the world now. Everything's, if everything's safe, well, then what could go wrong? You're free to try things. You're free to, sorry, you're free to fail. You're free to put yourself out there. You're free to have all kinds of interesting experiences because you can come home back to yourself and know there is a place of safety and comfort and certainty and security inside you, and it's all going to be okay. That's a game changer. You might think, how is that even possible? That's I've, I've never even contemplated that. I don't know anyone like that. That all might be true, but do not be uh, confused about this. Uh, this is the message of the insecurity project. Not only is it is insecurity a problem that can be solved, it must be solved. And not only is it something you face, you have to solve it. You don't just manage it, mask it, medicate it. You actually eradicate it from your life. That's what we're talking about here. That's the only thing we're talking about here. If you haven't read the Unhindered book, that's all it talks about. If you haven't heard any other of my podcasts by now, that's all I'm banging on about. you got to solve this problem. That's all you'll ever hear me talk about. So get used to it. Overcoming security provides a high level of safety and then you've got room for wonder so let me let me talk a little bit about this wonder concept um, because being a human is actually really hard I'm not sure if you've noticed that there's, there's plenty of incredibly difficult things about being a human and consciousness is is at the top of the list in my mind the fact that we are sense making creatures and we've got to sort out what everything means all the time that to me is the most difficult aspect of being a human because we we get into a lot of trouble with that power. We tell strange stories and give things meaning that diminish us. And we're always asking why and how and what does it mean. And without the tools and the framework and the security, we're always going to come up with negative answers, which just makes things harder. So, um, you know, life is so hard. So, so wonder is an incredible thing to combat the hardness of life. Um, wonder brings a lightness and a joy and an ease, a flow to the human experience. Here are four things that having a sense of wonder gives you as a human being that overrides this sense that being a human is hard, that gives you a sense of lightness, a sense of ease, a sense of joy instead. The first, if you bring wonder to the world, you, you lose your sense of injustice and entitlement. The world doesn't owe you anything. The world doesn't owe me anything. There have been times in my life where I've felt the world does owe me plenty because I work hard, because I sacrifice, because I did this, because I gave that, because I said this there. I must be entitled to a return or a reward or I must be in line to get my fair share. It's only fair because of what I've done. Um, but life's not fair. Whoever said life was fair, clearly it's not fair. And I'm the the recipient of injustice in my favor, being born a, a white 
rich male in Australia with loving parents positions me in the top 1% of the world's richest people already. So I'm looking for more fairness. Clearly life is not fair. Wanda just says, hey, listen, it doesn't matter what I am due or I think I am due, even if I experience no more, I, I have already experienced enough. I have more than enough. Um, secondly, the sense of joy and gratitude is everywhere in everything. When you come to the, to the table with wonder, everywhere you look is a source of joy. Everything is wonderful. This breath, this moment, this view, this feeling, this taste, this sound, this here, now, it's wonderful and I am grateful. Third thing is that it gives you curiosity. It's one of the most uh, beneficial things of childlike wonder. That's what accelerates their learning because they come into the world with wonder because everything is amazing to them. That means they lean into it. They are more curious about how it works. And finally, number four, it's fun. Coming to life with a sense of wonder means you're never bored, easily amused, easily entertained. There's always something that occupies your mind filling you with joy, with gratitude, with curiosity and entertainment. You look at your hand and getting you get lost in, in the wonder of how in the world am I able to move these fingers in this way, pick up this object. You look up at the sky, you see clouds, you see a moon, you see stars, you see a, a burning sun and you are lost in the wonder of how in the world is it that you get to have this experience. And, and in all of this, you are losing the sense that life is so hard, that life is so overbearing and so complex and everything is against you and you just enjoy the fact that you are here. You cannot have wonder until it's safe. You cannot have safety until you are secure. That is your work. Solve the insecurity problem in your life. Hope that's been useful. I'll talk to you again soon. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.